Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the JNR Basketball Podcast. My name is John. I am joined by my co-host, as always, Ronnie. Ronnie, hey. how are you doing? How was your Super Sunday? I'm good. How was yours? It was good. We had some good food, some good laughs, some good memories. Um, Did- and now football's over. Yeah, I kind of I, I wish like that. I wish the Niners would have won instead of Kelsey's team or I don't know what what's her name's team. <laughs> yeah, what's her name? Brittany Brittany Mahomes. <laughs> I think is who you're probably talking about. Yeah, uh, I no, think it was so. good. It was entertaining, and and you know it's it's kind of so we were watching it, and obviously at the end of the game, you don't want the time on the clock with Patrick Mahomes to get the ball. Yeah, I know. You know what he's capable of doing, and I was trying to think about who is the basketball equivalent of that and that Phoenix Suns game the way that it ended against the Warriors to me is the equivalent of that is don't let Steph Curry get the ball with time on the clock and a chance to win the game because sure. he's going to do it every freaking time yep, and Mahomes he did and Curry yep, they're, they're both pretty unstoppable I, I mean I've, I've seen them being stopped in like regular season games but when it comes down to like really important games you know especially championship games you can't oh, yeah. stop them it's it's impressive to watch what Steph Curry is capable of, and and Patrick Mahomes as well. But those guys, they just have that extra gear, and and they're capable of just doing awesome things. Yeah, for sure, agreed. Uh, so now that the football season's over, it's all all NBA, all hockey. I don't know; those are your only <laughs> sports going on. Uh, check out bovadasportsbook.com to see the latest lines on hockey on basketball uh, eventually on baseball so i'm taking a look at the site right now do you know who the favorite to win the slam dunk contest is according to bovadasportsbook.com um is it mac mcclung it is mac mcclung to repeat as champion yeah Uh, i I still think it's weird that he's not on a team officially he's on the oskaluka magic um, (laughs) which is like uh, you know like the triple a affiliate or or the g league affiliate uh but jalen brown jacob toppin and jamie jacques jr i'm sure i'm saying that wrong it might be jaime (laughs) jacques jr i don't know uh they're all in it but mac mcclung is the favorite to win uh just like last year so if you haven't checked it out before check out bovadasportsbook.com see the futures for the nba uh you can pick the three-point contest winner the slam dunk winner all sorts of different things plus in-game parlays day of winners all that fun stuff that uh that i enjoy doing that gives the game a little extra spice and uh yeah it is kind of that's weird that, Mac, that it is kind of weird that Mac McClung is in it, even though he's not on a team. And I think they're making a, an exception because he did win it last year. So yeah. I think they're just saying, like, you know what? Let's yeah, let's let you defend it. We're, we're going to throw out the rule that you need to be in the NBA because you won it last year. So you know, just try to defend your title. And uh, we know you're not good enough to be an NBA player, but <laughs> <laughs> let's see if you can defend this title. Yeah. Do you think and they should have they should have the the professor for like the skills challenges? And stuff <laughs> yeah, they, they really do. should. Yeah. Do you think that any of these guys have a chance? Like Jalen Brown, like he's a big name in there, right? But I, I don't know I don't, about Jacob I mean, Toppin. That's Obi Toppin's brother, I think, right? I'm just guessing. Well, I don't know. But I don't know if Maybe. these guys are any good, but I... When I think of Jalen Brown, I don't think of his, his dunk game. That's what I was thinking, but he, he really it's, wanted it's, to be in this competition, though. So maybe he has so maybe something... Maybe he's got something special, yeah. Yeah, maybe it's going to be he, like he a... The... Like so a here's, here's my Blake prediction. dunks. Maybe. Probably Probably not. He's not that big, like jumping over cars and stuff. Maybe he'll have but something planned like you that. You know, some he wears the mask sometimes. Yeah. He wears the mask and he looks like Batman. I wonder <laughs> if he's going to do like a Batman themed. That makes dunk. complete sense right there. I, I, w- if, I would put that as a bet on Bravada. <laughs> 
It's Bovada, not Brovada. Did I say Brovada? I thought I said Bovada. <laughs> I think you heard Brovada. Uh, maybe because you were talking about bros. I don't know. Bro, uh, it's <laughs> completely not Brovada. It's Bovada. So it's been a bit since we, we've done our podcast. We got some news. Do you want to hit us up with the news or do we want to jump into trades? Where do you want to go with this, Ronnie? Let's, let's just let's, let's drive let's, this let's, in direction. Let's do some news here. I don't have too okay. much, but it, we'll see how long this takes. I'm not going to try to shorten it up this time. But yeah, let's let's go to the news. Famous last words. <laughs> Say that every week and uh, we'll see yeah. how it goes. All right. <laughs> So first thing I want to talk about is Embiid. So do you remember when he missed the game for the Nuggets? Yes. So the NBA was investigating that. They're, you know, trying to figure out why he was such a late scratch. You know, he he was scratched like right when the game started at like 530. And so they started investigating and he might, that team might be fined up to $100,000 for missing that game. So... Uh, more to come on that. Embiid is out, and who knows how long Six he's going to be eight out. Six to eight weeks, I think, is what they said. Yeah, he had a, a little bit of surgery or something like that. Uh, he's first, how do you have a, a little bit of surgery? Well, first they were debating on <laughs> whether he was going to have surgery or not, and then they're like, okay. well, let's let's do it. Let's just go in there, and then they're hoping now so it's that he's going to be back for the end of the season. And man, yeah. the, the 76ers do not look good either, too. They, they're horrible. They actually won tonight, which they hadn't won in a long time. They won maybe like two out of the last seven games or how many games it's been since Embiid is out. They suck without him though, man. They're, well, they, they're in they, trouble. They made some, and we're going to talk about trades in a second. They made some trades mm-hmm. at the deadline and I think it's going to, there's a little bit of a mesh period. Plus, you know, you do have your superstar out. So mm-hmm. it, it's, I don't think they suck. I still think they're a very talented roster. Uh, they obviously need Embiid if they want to win a championship, but I, I think they're a playoff team without Embiid. Yeah, I don't know about that. Embiid, you like, That's I mean, fine. he's 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 the MVP of last year. You know, I mean, I, I don't know if they're much good. Have, I don't, I don't remember them being in the playoffs or anywhere close to it without Embiid. So I don't know. I I, I, kinda, no, no. I do disagree. I do want to repeat the the quote that you just said. Right. I don't know if they're much good. I don't. So, yeah, I don't know if, if they're much good, Jonathan. <laughs> much good? No. <laughs> just like I'm not much good at speaking. No. it's... <laughs> <laughs> so, shut up <laughs> okay so next piece of news is uh i want to go on a draymond news so he reacted to team usa the snub he calls it he says he basically just says just say i'm not good enough so he's all up not really upset but he's just like stop giving me the quote about saying like you know yeah we know you're in there last year because you know this team usa went over this whole deal you know this they gave like a whole quote of over what they were saying and like hey sorry we can't invite you to the team and Jeremy says yes i was a little disappointed that it's like oh suspension you know because yeah they, that's part of the reason they didn't want me on a team it's like no if i'm not good enough for that roster just say i'm not good enough because guess what joel Embiid is joel Embiid. ad is ad lebron is lebron is steph is steph quiet quiet so he's basically just saying like, i'm not good enough there's much better players out there i'm not up to the level so that was kind of cool that he said that in a way where he admitted he's not as good but still, he he is, seems like he's a little hurt over that. So I just kind of found that a little interesting. Yeah, we'll see what happens because, you know, some people are going to drop out uh, mm-hmm. as it gets closer due to injury or, or due to whatever. So yeah, uh, he's not good enough. When you list all those players, he is not no he is nowhere close to being to their level. Mm-hmm. So yeah, right. I, some self-realization from Draymond. That's that's a good step, yeah. right? Yeah, right. <laughs> that's It is a good step because he, he hasn't been suspended yet, right? So that's good. He's, he's still yeah. on the right track, I guess. That's kind of a surprise too. He hasn't been suspended since his last suspension. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. So I think we talked about this last time, but is there on Bovada, is there a place to bet on suspension? Oh yeah, please find <laughs> the it. Over under, there's not. That would be that would be hilarious. There if should there was, be. Though. 
That's what I want. I want yeah. silly bets to bet on. You know, that's the type silly of bet. bets. Yeah. yeah, like I want. <laughs> I want the guess between the numbers one and ten. What number are they thinking? You know, I want those types of bets. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the, the kind you think yeah. I'm the kind you see on Vegas vacation. Those are my type. Of bets. That's right. Nope. Nothing on oh. Bovada about that, unfortunately. <laughs> but you can bet on the method of LeBron James's basket that will score his fortieth thousand point. Oh, a, layup, so... a three point, a dunk, a free throw, or other. Hey, I have a list of the top selling NBA jerseys. Did you see this nice. list by any chance? I have not seen this list. Okay, I want who who do you think is number one? That's all I want you to guess. Who is a top selling uh, jersey one? in the NBA right now? Who would you guess? Vic- Victor Webinyama. No, you're wrong. Really? I, I really, uh, you know, that's, he's number four, so that's not a bad okay, guess. Okay, so yeah, let's go, give me that. Oh, for, like for I was so, way off. For some reason, I Luka thought. Luka Doncic. Oh, God, I hate you. No, that's not right. You're, you're, Where's Luka? Where's Luka? Num- he's number on the top six. Ten. Okay. Um, <laughs> no one wants to wear Luka's jersey. You're crazy. I, I'm looking at Luka jerseys today. Oh, no, uh, you For weren't. you to order and send directly to your house. I hate you. <laughs> um, I want to get this one. Is it? Oh, it's not Damian. Damian Lillard switched teams. I'm trying to think like who switched teams that would warrant ordering new jerseys. I have no idea. I give up. Okay, so I thought you were gonna ask, say LeBron. It's not LeBron. It's no, actually, I knew it would be LeBron. Okay, it's, so he's number three, by the way. Number one is yeah. Steph Curry. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I, I just kind of okay. thought you were gonna guess. I think because maybe you were talking about Steph Curry earlier, so I just yeah. kind of thought you had him on a so brain. A man and crush I, I thought, on Steph Curry. Yeah, I thought yeah. for sure you were gonna mention him. Uh, number two is Jason Tatum, uh, LeBron James, Weird. Victor Wembanyama, Giannis is number five, Luca, Devin okay. Booker, Kevin Durant, seven and eight. So that's cool. Tyrese Maxey, Damian Lillard. So that rounds up the top ten, and then we got the okay. eleven through fifteen. So John Morant, <laughs> number eleven. That's kind of cool. To, you know, he's injured. Joel Embiid. Does John Morant's come with crime scene tape as like <laughs> part of the set? You you know how the Orlando jersey that has like the Disney logo in the back and the, yeah. on the little advertisement. Well, yeah, Jaws. Magic, yeah. yeah, his is just a picture of a gun. That's his. It's like Smith and Wesson. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so number twelve is Joel Embiid. Thirteen, Lamelo Ball. Fourteen, Nikola Nikola. Still can't say his first name right. Jokic. And then De'Aaron Fox, number 15. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Okay. I like that. So if your player's on there, good for you. If it's not, well, go buy a jersey. <laughs> go buy one. Get him on the list. Exactly. So I, I, I know we, we mentioned Vector Webinyama. Tonight, he had a triple-double against the Ooh, Raptors. Nice. Uh, 27 points, that's 14 good. rebounds, 10 blocks. He got the 10 blocks? triple-double. Oh, he that's got history the right blocks. there. That's so good. He could have had a quadruple-double if he would have gotten more assists. He only had five oh, assists. Yeah. But a triple-double so... with blocks, which is pretty darn cool. Oh, will you do me a favor and look up to see how many quadruple-doubles were ever re- like gotten in history? Sure. Okay. So next on the All-Star Saturday. So this is has to do with the... Um, Actually, I was going to go in the dunk competition. We already went over that. We already know the competition there. The three-point contest, though. These are the players that are going to be involved in that. So Malik Beasley, Bucks. Jalen Brunson, Knicks. Tyrese Halliburton, Pacers. Damian Lillard, Bucks. Laurie Markkinen, Jazz. Trey Young, Hawks. Donovan Mitchell, Cavaliers. And Carl Anthony Towns, Timberwolves. That is a strong list. I don't remember seeing a big list like this for the three-point competition. I feel like this is taking over the the All-Star weekend. This is like the most important one, I think, because, you know, threes are so big in today's game anyways. I think this is going to be a huge competition. Um, Damian Lillard, isn't he the reigning champion too? Didn't he win it last year, I think? Damian Lillard is the defending champion. And I think we mentioned this when we started, but if you look at uh, Bovada Sportsbook, he is the favorite to win the three-point competition. Got it. 
Do you think he's going to win? Do you think he's their favorite in your eyes? I mean, it's hard because any one yeah. of them is capable of winning it, right? Right. There's not anyone that's like. I mean, I Trey mean, I Young stands out in my it. mind. Trey, like, do you, <laughs> Trey Young? Do you think he could he could take no. it? No, really. No. What Donovan Mitchell though? Come on. Donovan Mitchell could. I I, um, I feel like Trey Young for some reason. I, just I mean, have Damian a feeling. Lillard's the favorite for sure, right? There's no. If I was gonna bet on Bovada, <laughs> I would probably put my money on Trey Young. Okay. Well, you would. He's plus six hundred. So. Okay, there that's not go. bad. What are the odds on there? Who's so you said Lillard? What are the Dave other odds? Dave is the favorite at plus four fifty. So either way, it's it's a pretty good it's a pretty good line. Yeah, someone's gonna win it, right? And, yeah, and you're gonna get good odds on whoever that ends up being. Who? What are the other ones? What's uh, Donovan Mitchell? Donovan Mitchell is the least at plus seven hundred. Really? Cat uh, is at plus six, same as Trey okay. Young, which I thought was kind of surprising. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Cool. I'm excited about that. As far as Steph Curry goes, Steph Curry in his competition, he Steph Curry's oh, surprise yeah. is the favorite to win. Uh, is he really by a, a wide more against the uh, Sabrina? Yeah, he's minus two sixty, and Sabrina is plus one seventy. So yeah. Okay. Let me ask this. This is something I I need to research. Is Sabrina going to use a WNBA ball? Because isn't that like a half an inch or an inch smaller than an NBA ball? I I don't know. I assume it would be an NBA ball from an NBA three-point line. Yeah, because in that case, then yes, Steph Curry will win. But if it's a WNBA yeah. ball, then I think she has the advantage. And Steph Curry won't. It's just gonna it's gonna mess with his head a little bit. And uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's just gonna be something I, I, that he's I not used to. I assume that they're they're doing NBA rules. Yeah, there's probably gonna be like the what you might call it balls. I want to say the Sprite balls, but I don't know what they're called now. The Celsius balls. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever the new Sprite is, I, I forget Starry what it is. is Starry, the, uh, yeah. And it's a Pepsi product, right? Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, so Marcus Saul, he's going to retire after 20 years being in his pro career. I didn't know he was eligible to play in the NBA or anything like that, but that's an announcement, so cool to see that. Who? Mark Gasol. Remember Mark? Okay, yeah. He played for the Memphis Grizzlies mainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so his that's brother's cool. better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to combine some injury news a little bit because I'm I got everything all mixed up now. So Ben Simmons, um, he came back. He's actually playing in the NBA now, so good for him. And then good he he him. played one game, so and then the next game after that, he had to sit out from for an injury. <laughs> but he's Aww. but he is he is finally back. So he's actually playing regularly now. So it's good to see that. So he he's back in the nets. He's he's yeah he's playing pretty good. So yeah, we'll see how long he stays in until he has the mental problems again. The 76ers did end up finding um, Embiid uh, for not being on the for not playing against the Nuggets, and they find him seventy five thousand dollars. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. So you already oh, actually, knew this it was, when you talked about it. Yes, yeah. So and it, it wasn't Embiid that was fined; it was the 76ers that were fined for this yeah. one. So they for failing to include Embiid on injury report. That was the main reason. Okay. And Embiid is an out indefinitely your favorite. Oh, okay, word. so that makes sense, right? If you if you're gonna have a, a scratch somebody before the game starts, he should at least be on the injury report. But the fact that he wasn't even on the injury report as doubtful or questionable or, or whatever, he was just that that I, that, that mm-hmm. makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's for than, betting stuff and everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, not technically, but it's it's yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's part of it, right? Yeah, it's part yeah. of it. Okay, and there was a report from the Lakers, uh, Vanderbilt, Jared Vanderbilt. Uh, he could miss the rest of the season with a foot injury. 
Um, he was a, a decent backup for the Lakers, so that's kind of sucks for them. And then Levine, uh, he's undergoing season-ending foot surgery. That's Zach Levine for the Bulls, so that's a, a big blow to the Bulls. <clears throat> it's a big blow because they're trying to trade him. <laughs> no one's going <laughs> to trade for someone that's about to have surgery. Yeah, right. Did you see Steph Curry's 60-point game against the Atlanta Hawks a few days ago? It was about a week ago now. I didn't. I, I saw highlights of it. I didn't watch the actual game, but I, yeah, he got just, in on the 60-point fun yeah. that, that has been going around. The right? Yeah, there's been so many games. Like at that, What is this, like the fifth game or something? I don't know, something crazy this year. But yeah, Within, and, yeah, this year, like this calendar year, like 2024, yeah, yeah it's, it's been absurd. It's been really weird. I, I don't like the direction that the NBA is going with all those points. I need to step up some defense. You know, I can't let these guys just score 60 points on you. Come on. <laughs> I mean, if you see one guy scoring all these points, well, double team them, stop them. Come on. Anyway, so this was a game that uh, the, act- the Hawks won this game. It was 141 to 134. So yeah, even though Steph Curry got the 60-point game after the game, he was just like it. It sucks to not have something to show for it. You know, he just didn't even care that he got 60 points because they didn't win. And rightfully so, right? So that was kind of interesting. An interesting reaction. Is there a point where Steph Curry, like Steph Curry, and I think we've talked about this before, so I'm sorry if I'm repeating it. Steph Curry is the greatest shooter in NBA history, period, full stop. I I don't, I don't, I mean, you could argue for it, but I think the, the data shows that he is. Is he ever going to be in the conversation for greatest of all time? Does he need to win um, another ring? What does he need to do to put him up there? I think, well, they they won another ring without Kevin Durant. I think that helped a lot, right? Because they won those two with him, and then they were last after that, and then they came back and won it again, right? So, yeah, I I think that puts him in the in the talks for being the greatest ever because he keeps winning. But I don't know. You don't think he'll ever pass? MJ or LeBron. No, I can, I can I, tell I from your voice. I don't, I just, for some reason, I don't think he will. I don't know why, but he has, he's like the leading the whole NBA and the whole entire league with like the most threes it's, attempted, the most threes made. He's just and, so good. Right. His, his shot is pure. And, and he, just yeah. like we, what we saw against the Suns, you know, like you can't stop him. It's, but I do agree with you that he is the best shooter in a league, like the best shooter that we've ever seen ever. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. But, I'm just curious. A little, a little aside. Yeah, we'll get back to the uh, regularly scheduled mispronunciation <laughs> of names. Oh, a little uh, um, additional thing for the All Star thing. So the Bucks Rivers, Doc Rivers, he's gonna be and his staff. They're gonna coast the Eastern Conference squad for the 2024 NBA All Star game. <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> kind of weird. I mean, it doesn't make yeah, sense to me weird. because he's only been. I mean, this is announced like after like his third game for coaching the Bucks. It just doesn't yeah. make sense to me. I thought that was a really weird decision there. A wrong decision, and then and if, I think it's he would be like, no, I need to study. Yeah, exactly. I need to figure out what the heck I'm doing. Yeah, and, that's weird. And if if the old coach was in there, I forget his name, but if that rookie coach was in there, would he have been him and his coaching staff would have been to the I, Eastern? I would games? assume so. Right. That's what I think too. So it just kind of sucks that they fired him. So it's like right before the All Star yeah. break, and he was doing amazing anyways. There's just no reason to fire him. But yeah, that's that sucked. That was crazy. I don't think Doc Rivers deserves it. And everyone is kind of like just, they're all antsy to like play against Doc Rivers in the in NBA playoffs too, right? Because he always loses in the playoffs. Almost yeah, Doc always. Doc Rivers is not a good postseason coach. Yeah. So I think anytime, any team that plays against him, they're pretty much going to be happy, you know, because they, they increase their chances to move yep. on to the next round. Okay. Going back to injury news. So Capella, he's out at least seven to 10 days with a hip injury um, for the Hawks. Uh, he might be back now. That was... 
announced kind of a... That was eight days ago. So we'll see if he's back now. Um, Clay Thompson, have you heard what's going on with him? I heard... I saw a headline that says, he's okay taking a lesser role if it means he can stay on the Warriors. So yeah. he's coming to the realization that he is uh, not the Clay Thompson he used to be, which is good. But sometimes it's sad when players don't realize that. Yeah. So I, I think that's signaling that I'm willing to take less money to stay on this team. Please let me stay on this team. <laughs> so yeah, they're kind of, they're not exactly benching him, but he's becoming the sixth man. He's coming off of the bench and that's a very different role to what he's used to doing. I think that rookie, that Brandon Podzemski that I mentioned earlier, I think he's taking the spot of Clay Thompson. I, I've seen him on the court when Clay Thompson is supposed to be on the court. He's so. been on the, the court in like key moments too. He, he mm-hmm. inbounded the ball against the Suns that got that ball to Steph Curry, which is like, you know, okay. it's crazy to think that they would put a rookie in that position with yeah, the game. I guess the ball. it's regular season games yeah. or whatever, but still, it's it's just like, oh, dang. If I remember correctly, I think Clay was out there too. I think he went to the corner, but I, I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure I, I saw him because I was talking to the wife about that play. We were watching yeah, it together I live. I was seeing red. Yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> I, saw, I saw Steph out there and then I was like, well, they had him, they had Thompson out there as another option in case Steph was guarded, so... But yeah, Thompson so, wasn't an option. Thompson had five points that game. <laughs> Clay is cooked. Yeah, well, and Green was out there too. But you know, he he set yeah. the pick. So you yeah. know, everyone talks about Green. You know how he can doesn't. We, his... Can we not talk about this, Ronnie? I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose my freaking mind. <laughs> Just one last thing. Everyone so talks about how Green angry. isn't isn't that useful or isn't like that that playmaker or anything. But he he does make a big difference. You know, he set a good screen. He got Kevin Durant off of Curry, and that's what got Curry open. Booker made the right decision. He was guarding the inbound passer, and he saw where the ball was going. He ran straight towards Curry. He almost got there in time, but, you know, he just can't stop Curry. But, yeah, now I'm done talking about it. Thank you. Okay, but Clay says, I feel great physically, mentally, probably a little different story. Um, So he's, yeah, he's okay with coming off the bench, which, I, you know, that'd be kind of weird after winning multiple championships with that team, and then they bench you a little bit, so kind of weird. Hopefully he'll be okay. The Lakers wore black Mamba jerseys for the Kobe statue unveiling. I thought this was kind of cool. This is to celebrate that statue outside of Crypto.com Arena. Um, They announced this they were going to wear these Mamba uniforms, which Kobe Bryant, when he was alive, he actually helped co-design this jersey too. And this was in 2017 and 18. I thought that was kind of cool. So they wore those jerseys for him. So RIP, Kobe. Uh, Barnes... Uh, let's see, For, forward Scotty Barnes and Atlanta Hawks guard Trey Young were named an all-star game injury replacements. So people are saying that these two guys were snubbed and they're actually going to be replaced for the injured guys like uh, Embiid and whoever else got injured. I don't even know who else got injured. Oh, Jamal Murray left the game early tonight, so it's possible. Well, he wasn't on the all-star oh, roster. Oh, Julius Randle, that's the other person. Julius Randle, okay. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, that's good for them. <laughs> that's all you got on that you got anything on that one on on Trae Young on, yeah on Trey Young do you think oh no, you, no. do you have any I, I'd like op- to see Scotty Barnes Scotty Barnes is a really really good basketball player and with yeah. all the picks that the Raptors have acquired they have the chance to build a really good team with him uh, we'll see how they bumble it uh, yeah but I was surprised to I see like that Trey Young wasn't selected for the all-star game so it is yeah. good to see him on there but and now he's, you know, he's playing for the three-point competition and, you know, doing all that stuff. So it only makes sense to have him on there, I think. Okay, this 
this goes, this isn't about trades or anything, but I wanted to throw this in there when we start talking about trades. It was about Miles Bridges. Um, he says he will not approve any trades prior to the Thursday deadline that we had. I thought that was kind of weird because why would you want to play for Charlotte when they're such a bad team? I don't understand why he would do it. But then again, it's Miles Bridges and nobody really likes him anyways. So is it because of his uh, ankle monitor that he can't leave Charlotte? Um. Uh, well, he he plays on the visiting no, no, just, games. Uh, it's but... just a joke, Ronnie. <laughs> Obviously, he goes on visiting games. He's I mean, a criminal. That's interesting. Yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. That's not the case. I'm just. That'd be so cool to see him playing with the ankle bracelet, though. <laughs> they should allow him. He should just yeah, wear it should. on purpose, you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he he basically just he by staying put, the Hornets retain his bird rights, allowing them to offer more money to the pending unrestricted free agents. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Let's move on. So. There was a deal that was breaking down between the Hawks and the Pelicans over DeJounte Murray. So they were trying to get him. So I, I just found this interesting because these teams were, were they're all trying to get DeJounte, right? And there was a lot of talks about DeJounte, you know, being traded and everything like that. But as a player, as Murray, when you hear that and you're trying to be traded from the Hawks, how are you going to play for the Hawks from then on? You know, I don't, I don't feel like you're going to play as good or like you're not, not going to play as hard for that team right because they're trying to I disagree to, you he's think still so? going to get traded he's going to get traded this off season for sure I, I think he has I, I don't think he wants to be there I mean this experiment hasn't worked the, the problem is that the Hawks gave up so much to trade him to get him from the Spurs and then sign him to that extension they want to get some return on their investment and teams weren't willing to pay that price uh, yeah. but the Hawks just need to be patient and they'll get that this offseason, I think. So if I'm him, I I think you probably know that if your agent is doing his job, he says, hey, man, keep keep the gas pedal on because um, you're going to have a new home and and play good. And, and you you know, a team that is contending might might want to pick you up. Yeah, I just feel like it's going to be one of the situations where the player is going to sit out kind of like Bradley Bilded for Washington. Because you know you're not gonna you're not playing for a team that wants you there necessarily. You're just playing for a team that sees you as like value that you could get for another player. So I feel like if I was if I was Murray, yeah, I just might as well sit out because why do I want to do anything for this team? You don't really want to. You're not motivated to. They were trying to get rid of you, so just sit out, save yourself, so you don't get injured, like and that way you can sign for a new team next year. Sure, but that's the business. That's the business side of basketball. You you have to know that. Yeah, and I I feel like I mean he could certainly do that. I who knows what he'll do. Yeah, I don't but know. It's just that's just just because multiple goes with the territory. Yeah, multiple players have done that in the past, so I just kind of I don't know. I I have a feeling something like that could happen. Okay, a couple more things. So Nick's OG Anobi, uh, he will be reevaluated in three weeks after undergoing surgery to remove a loose bone fragment from his right elbow. Another sounds painful. Yeah, another blow to the Knicks. The Knicks have been having multiple injuries, so that sucks for them. And I thought this is an interesting signing for the Lakers. They signed guard uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, so he's returning to his roots and the city where his journey began. So I thought that was kind of cool. So that maybe this is kind of like a, a retirement, a farewell tour deal. But yeah, Spencer Dinwiddie got signed for them, and then Lowry, uh, his contract got bought out by the Charlotte Hornets because he was traded to them from the Heat. And then Lowry actually got signed by the 76er after the buyout. So Lowry is a 76er. Did you hear about that one? 
I did, yeah. I was going to cover that in the trade yeah. stuff because both those guys were traded uh, as at the deadline and then you were either waived or bought out yep. uh, afterwards. Yep. So that's it. So that's my news. I know it was messy this time. Sorry about that. But uh, yeah, that's all I got for the news. All right. So yeah, we're going to go through some trades and I'm going to, I promise to do it quicker than what Ronnie did the news <laughs> uh, because I talk fast and I did interject a little bit and I, I, I slowed it down a little bit, but let's talk about trades that we had a very busy trade deadline, but I'm going to roll back just a little bit to kind of go over some of the, the stage that was set. So going back to December 30th, the Knicks did trade for OG Anobi. Uh, they gave up RJ Barrett, Emmanuel quickly and a second round pick in order to get him. And as you mentioned, he's having elbow surgery. Uh, so that was sort of setting the stage for what was to come. Uh, mm-hmm. There were some small deals in here that I'm not really going to talk about. I'm just going to kind of focus on the players that, you know, play basketball and actually make <laughs> contributions to their team. There's lots of potential prospects here and there, but there's just too many to go through. Uh, after OG Anobi, Pascal Siakam was traded on January 17th. He goes to the Pacers along with uh, a second round pick. The Raptors get Bruce ba- Bruce Brown was the key piece in there. Uh, they also got three first round picks. Now, it was believed that Bruce Brown was going to be traded from the Raptors. They weren't going to hold on to him, but no deal actually came to fruition. So as of now, Bruce Brown is a Pacer. Obviously, that can change this offseason, but uh, I'm kind of shocked. I don't know how you feel about that one. I, I expected him to get moved because he is such a valuable piece that a competing team would want. But Well, didn't he just sign with that team, though? He's a Raptor. He signed with the Pacers, was traded to the Raptors. Yeah, so that's that's part of why I think everyone, including myself, thought he would be traded. Yeah. He didn't agree to go to the Raptors. He didn't sign a contract with the Raptors. He didn't really want to be there. And he has value, yeah. right? He, he's probably a one or two second-round picks uh, that a team that's competing would want coming off them. I mean, look what he did for Denver. He had some games where he was the difference maker mm-hmm. in that, that final series, so... Uh, January 17th, that happened. On the same day, the Heat made their big move. They traded Kyle Lowry and a first-round pick in order to get Terry Rozier. Uh, as you mentioned, Kyle Lowry came to a buyout agreement with uh, the Hornets, and now he has signed with the Philadelphia 76ers. That's a good signing for them. He doesn't have to play a whole lot there when you have Tyrese Maxey. Uh, you have some other players that got <clears throat> traded we'll talk about in just a second. So I think that's a good fit for him. Uh, it's just sort of that veteran leadership that, that a team needs always. Yeah, especially when Maxi isn't healthy too. Maybe Lowry could play more because Maxi hasn't been that healthy either. He He's missed a few games, but overall he's been pretty consistent. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, February 1st, the Rockets trade for Steven Adams from the Grizzlies. Is Steven Adams still hurt or is he actively playing? Yeah, he's still hurt. He was... And I didn't really understand okay. this move. This one was really confusing when I saw the headline. I was like, why are they confu- why are they trading for an injured guy? I'm guessing it might have been salary cap issues, but I don't know. I don't really know either, but that was kind of interesting. Uh, So, yeah, he was traded. Let's see if I can find out his contract information. Uh, Over to the Rockets and um, in exchange for Victor Olandipo and three second-round picks. Olandipo was waived, and he actually just signed with the Heat, which is where he was uh, two seasons ago. So uh, that makes sense. He goes back to some place where he's happy. Uh, Victor Stephen Adams has one more year left on his contract. He'll be a free agent in 2025. So, yeah, they traded him three second-round picks for potentially one year of Stephen Adams. I, huh. I imagine they want to sign him to an extension. That is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, to each their own, I guess. Say a week later, the Celtics trade. Again, this this is a, a Grizzlies fire sale here, right? Steven Adams, <laughs> yeah. Xavier Tillman. He is now part of the Boston Celtics. I love this for the Celtics. Me He's going to be a yep, really I like good Xavier. backup. 
Yeah, he, he's going to be solid. Uh, the Grizzlies in return get Lamar Stevens and two second round picks. February 7th, uh, another kind of eh trade. Let's see. The next big one here is the Raptors trade with the Jazz to acquire Kelly Olynyk. Uh, and the Jazz get Otto Porter Jr. and a first-round pick, a 2024 first-round pick. I was confused by that. I don't know how you felt about that one. I yeah. like Kelly Olynyk. I don't know what he's doing on a Raptors team. I don't know why the Jazz would trade him. Right. I felt um, like he was a good match for – he was a good center for the Jazz, right? But did the Raptors yeah. need another backup center? Because they had a decent backup – they had a, a decent center in the Raptors too. So I don't know. I just – this doesn't well, make the Raptors much are, I mean, they traded OG Anobi, they traded Pascal Siakam, they're building around Scotty Barnes. Yeah. Bringing a 30 plus year old Kelly Olinick onto the team doesn't fit what, what they're trying to do. And they gave up a first round draft pick in order to do it. So, again, bad teams are bad for a reason. It's because of their front office. This just stinks to me. I don't, I don't understand it. If you understand it, call us on the JNR <laughs> fan line, leave us a message. Do this have anything any to do to with Shooter, too? Because I know that they got rid of Shooter from the Raptors, too, as well. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? It's a fire sale. They're getting rid yeah. of everybody. So why do they Why do they give up a first-round pick to get Kelly Olynyk? Yeah. Just, it's weird. Um, this is on the day of the deadline. So now we have a bunch of trades coming in fast and furious. Uh, the Kings and the Bucks made a trade. Really, it was just Robin Lopez was the only player. Yeah. Uh, Robin Lopez and Cash went to the Kings. The Kings are not going to... They're going to wave Robin Lopez. Ironically, he was at the Bucks game reading a book, watching the game. I don't know if you saw that clip. I didn't. Uh, it's sort of his protest. Yeah, I, he, I, he, he was <laughs> traded away from the Bucks, but he still went to the game, sitting courtside and was just reading a book while the game I was going on. I saw him playing recently. Kind of I'm, I'm actually, I didn't hear about this trade. So that was, that's a surprise to me because I saw Robin Lopez in the game and I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting because, you know, I was, yeah. I don't know, it, was just, it must have been a blow game and I didn't know he was still actually on the floor ever. So yeah, interesting. He was he was rarely on the floor, but yeah, he is a he's a. So now the two the the Kings have waived him. He's a free agent. So now the two brothers that were on the team, you know, the Lopez brothers and the Atente Kuompo brothers, you know, they're they kind of separated them a little bit. Brothers are separated. I mean, Thanos is still on the Bucks, but yeah. The Mavericks acquired Daniel Gafford from the Wizards. They send him. uh, They send a first round pick over to the Wizards for that. Uh, the other one that happened on the same day, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit here, is that the Mavericks also acquired um, PJ Washington from the Hornets. Yeah, that was they a big They traded one. Grant Williams, Seth Curry, and another first-round pick. So the Mavs are just giving up first-round picks like crazy. But PJ Washington and Daniel Gafford, in their first game with the 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 Mavericks, they combined for like 30 points and, and really put some meaningful minutes together. Does this... This makes the Mavericks better, certainly. Did they yeah. give up too much? They gave up two first-round picks for these two guys. No, I, I think this is good. But the thing that's kind of interesting to me is that when you when you have like a center or power forwards, when they go to the Mavericks, they just I feel like their careers just die there. You know, for some reason, like Luca and Irving, they're just such big scorers that they don't share the ball enough, or something like that. Yeah. Something happens where just the bigger players there, the big centers, they they're just they don't do anything. So I don't know. Right. Just. Uh, I'm glad to see that PJ Washington had a good first game. I hope that continues because he's doing excellent on the Hornets. Yeah, no, it's it's interesting. Uh, to make this trade happen, the 
Mavericks had to trade first round picks with the Thunder. So the Thunder sent their first 2024 first round pick to the Mavericks. The Mavericks sent their 2028 first round pick to the Thunder. And then the Mavericks turned around and traded that uh, in order to bring in uh, Gafford. So it's yeah. just kind of. And Gafford a, was scoring pretty good for his game. first game, too. So. Yeah. yeah, no, like I said, they combined for 30. They had a good game in their debut, which most of the time you never know what you're going to get because, yeah. you know, new, new, new faces and new places. Yep. Uh, Patrick Beverly and campaign, they switched sides. The Bucks get Patrick Beverly, makes him a little bit tougher. You know, Drew Holiday left. So mm-hmm. obviously Patrick Beverly is no Drew Holiday, but he is a tough defensive player, which they kind of are lacking. Uh, so that helps them, I think. The and 76ers get Cameron Payne and a second round pick. Really not a lot there. Well, yeah, and Maxi was out that game, so campaign started his first game and yeah, he he played pretty well his first game, but that's not going to continue because Maxi's going to no. come back, so. Yeah. But he's yeah. a good backup point guard. But they get a second round pick and they get rid of Patrick Beverly, so it's a win. <laughs> yeah, the, the Beverly deal. I think yeah. Beverly gets tossed around more than uh, uh never mind. Let's go to the next yeah. thing. <laughs> he gets tossed around a lot. Uh the Nets, they get Dennis Schroeder and Thaddeus Young from the Raptors. The Raptors get Spencer Dinwiddie, who is immediately waived and then signed by the Lakers. So again, the Raptors are just trading people away like crazy. <laughs> Uh, the Knicks, they made another trade. They get Alec Burks and Bojan Bogdanovic from the Pistons. The Pistons get, you know, Evan Fournier, Fournier, Fournier. Oh, yeah, Evan Fournier, Quentin Grimes, uh, two second round picks, and a couple of other players. Uh, I like this next one here. The Thunder get Gordon Hayward from the Hornets. So the Hornets fire sale continues. The Hornets get two second round picks and a trio of players that. Don't really jump out to me. I like Gordon Hayward. He's often injured, mm-hmm. but I think he's a good off-the-bench player for the Thunder. Uh, they're, they're setting themselves up to make a, a good playoff run this year. I'm excited Big to time. see that, to see what they're capable of doing. Uh, I'm going to say the Sixers get Buddy healed from the Pacers. This yeah. one didn't make sense to me either because the Pacers got Pascal Siakam to get better. I like Buddy healed. He's a good player off the bench. They had to give up two second round picks and two players in order to get him. I take that back. They didn't give up any picks. They gave up cash and a player in order to to get him. It just it's weird to me. Why would the Pacers trade him? It makes yeah. sense for the 76ers to get him, but I don't feel like the Pacers got I don't know. Does that one make sense to you? This what, what are the Pacers really doing? confused me. I didn't understand this because I thought Heald was a perfect fit for that team. They were doing so I, I good. Agree. Yeah. And then after this, I, I think they lost their game right after that. And so they, what was the date on that? Was that the seventh? That was the eighth. February the eighth. eighth okay. When, yeah. So yeah. So then the, they lost against the Warriors that night, and then they won their next game against the Knicks. They lost against the Hornets, and the Hornets suck. So, suck. I mean, yeah. Heald was a, a perfect guy for that team. I don't understand why you want to get rid of him. And who did they get in return? Furkan Markaz yeah. and Doug McDermott. Nobody. So I don't And know, two second-round picks. Yeah. So that, that must have been what they're trying to get some picks. Second-round picks. they gave picks, up a lot I mean, to get Pascal. But yeah. second-round picks, yeah, I, doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe they Siakam they was to too – maybe his contract is too big, so they had to dump someone that was, you know – Somebody off the team that was some that was due money. Amount. Maybe maybe yeah. Buddy. I, I don't know what Buddy Hill's contract situation. Is. Yeah, maybe he's a I, I was I was really him. disappointed in this one because I I thought the Pacers are going in the right direction. They had all these wonderful players, but then they got rid of a key guy. So I'm a yeah. little worried and about that team and how they're going to end up this year now. 
And I was looking on Bovada to try to see what the futures are for that. And unfortunately, I don't see futures for that because I'm curious to what the Pacers look like uh, with all of these trades. Because they made a lot of moves, uh, you know, in order to get Pascal Siakam and then they trade Buddy. It's what does that improve their their championship run? But like I said, I don't see it on Bovada, unfortunately. I think yeah. they're probably waiting till the All-Star break to update those. Uh, but yeah, that, that trade, another one that just kind of made me go, what? Yeah. And then the last one I want to talk about is the Suns. They were involved in a three-team deal Mm -hmm. with the Grizzlies and the Nets. The Suns trade away four players to get Royce O'Neal and David Rohde. They also trade away a 2026 first-round pick and three second-round picks uh, as well to get that. So uh, the players that they – there's no chance I'm going to say any of these names right. The four players that they gave up. Watanabe. uh, Watambi is one of them. He went to the Grizzlies. Matu went to the Grizzlies. Bates Diop went to the Nets. And Jordan Goodwin, who I actually really liked, also went to the Nets. So oh, that was dude, kind of I, I love you saying those names. Like this, this is our team, and you can't even say their, oh, their I know. names. That's awesome. Not a chance. <laughs> that's cool. That's, and that's that's if you're young and you're listening to this podcast, that's what your future holds, right? I watch so many games on mute or with no sound because the kids are sleeping, and <laughs> I don't know what their the names are. I never hear what's happening. I just see players. I'm like, who is that? Well, I mean, in your um, defense, so, too, these are mostly backup players, too. So if the Suns are dominating, yeah. you're not going to really watch the, the end part of the yeah, game, I'm not, right? I'm not. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'll, just, I'll defend you on that one. Kevin Durant? <laughs> <laughs> no, you should know That's how to say happening. that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you're not messing up those names. So I like these moves for the Suns. I, they're definitely putting all their chips in. They, they know that their window is now and it's closing rapidly. Who did they get again? Durant. Rice O'Neill and Royce O'Neill and David Rohde. David Rohde. I don't know who Rohde is, but I, Royce, Rice O'Neill. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little indifferent about the, I don't, I don't think it You're really makes a difference. More... Yeah. I mean, yeah. these aren't starters. They're just playing with the bench players. And I don't think these bench players yeah. make much yep. dif- of a difference either. I, th- I think they do having the right bench players. If you're going to have two players that are actually going to be in the rotation versus four players that really aren't, yeah. I think it's the right move. But to give up a first and three seconds to do it, you're really, you're really going for it. Yeah. So That's weird. But that's, that's about it. A lot of craziness happening. My phone was just blowing up. Yeah, mine too. With all the different trades. Uh, but... Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens when when these teams start to mesh and gel. I don't think it changes things drastically. I don't think like there's a team that was on the outside looking in that's now suddenly going to be better. Like the Sixers with their trade, I don't think that's going to make them be a championship team. Uh, the Bucks, I mean, they're. I don't know. It feels pretty flat well, overall. I feel for like me. Detroit Pistons only have to go up. You know, they can't get any worse. So I think whatever they did, I, <laughs> they no, could get better. I mean, they got rid of with Bojan Bogdanovic is one of their top players. He's gone. Yeah. So I, I, they're clearly building for the future, but they only got two second round picks, and, and a, you know, Quentin Grimes is young. Uh, I think. Uh, we'll yeah. see. Let's see. How old is Quentin Grimes? Yeah, he's 23. So maybe you see some potential in him and you're like, oh, yeah, he'll be good. Yeah. He was a uh, top. He was at the 25th overall a couple of years ago. But yeah, that, yeah, it is what it is. Right. Um, so that's all the trades. It was really, really busy. Uh, there will be no more trades. You could still see some players get waived or bought out, which then they have the ability to go sign with another team. We saw that mm-hmm. with Spencer Dimwitty. Saw that with Kyle Lowry. Right. Um, I don't know for sure if that's going to happen, but that option still exists. And the deadline's over. No more trades until the offseason. So, uh, 
Yeah, no huge blockbuster trades really, but it was just like a lot of six man trades, you know, like some well, some I think decent the biggest trades, trade but... was the Pascal Siakam trade, and that was yeah. well before the trade deadline. Right. Yeah. To me, that's the biggest. Oh dang! They traded, you know, an all star, yeah. perennial all star to to a conti- a competing team. So yeah, that's. I think, Probably the biggest one. I think the biggest teams overall was like the 76ers. They made so, a lot of moves because... And a lot of moves, yeah. Probably because Embiid is injured, so they could just kind of like scrambling to save their season. And then the Pacers, just with that healed one, that just was a really weird one. The Jazz one, you know, losing their center was kind of weird. Yeah, but weird. Yeah, other than weird ones, there wasn't really any big changes. I don't think it's going to change these teams too much. But yeah, I don't know. We'll We'll see. It was very, so very interesting. So, doing a quick go back, there have been four players that have achieved a quadruple double. The last one happening in 1994 wow. with David Robinson, 34 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, 10 blocks. Uh, they're always, they appear to all, all be centers. Yeah, uh, they have Kim to be Olajuwon big guys. had one in 1990. Okay. You can have one with steals, right? Wait, I'm... And that's this guy. Okay, here we go. The... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to hear it. So Akeem Olajuwon had one with blocks. Uh, Alvin Robertson, February 1986, had one with steals, nice. 10 steals. And Nate Thurmond in 1974, uh, he had 22 points, 14 rebounds, 13 assists, and 12 blocks for the Bulls. The first ever quadruple double. So those are wow. the four players. Nate Thurmond, Alan Robertson, Hakeem Olajuwon, David Robinson, and Victor Webinyama is going to get there. For Do sure. you think he's going to get the assists? I think he can get there. For the assists. quadruple double? Yeah. yeah. I think he can get there. Yeah, I, I agree. Feel like, How about, I feel like blocks or steals, getting that double digits is the hardest part. I think we have the the best chance this year. I mean, well, I mean, with Chet and Wambanyama, I think those two, well, plus Embiid, too. I think he could do it. How about uh, Nikolai Jokic? Nikolai Jokic, he might be able to do it, but I don't think he's really he trying for the quadruple double, but. No, he, he doesn't always really play has the that chance. to get the blocks either. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. But it's a rare, it's a rare. A rare stat to get, so yeah, I think Chet he'll he'll be it's it'll be a race between him and Wembenyama who gets it first. Those yeah. two guys. I have a better this year. It's basically the change of win percentage this season versus last season. So I came across this that the NBA posted too on their Twitter. So the best team, can you guess who who is the best team this year? Like the 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 change from like the least win percentage to the a better win percentage this year. Timberwolves. You're close. They're in third. First Oklahoma place. City Thunder. They're second. Wow. Okay, one more. Oh, dang it. Uh, Think of who was last last year. I don't know. The Rockets. The Rockets? Yep. Okay. They are the most improved and the with the yeah, most improved team. The worst team, the much worse team, is the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. They were yep. like a two seed or something last yeah, year. Yeah, right. Yeah. And now they're yeah, horrible. So and then garbage. Washington Wizards are down there too. And then uh, yeah, Raptors third last. Found that interesting. All right, I got a couple of quick things for you. Okay. Um, for the first, the fifth time, you know, we talk about a quadruple double being rare. For the fifth time in NBA history, we had a team finish a game without grabbing a single offensive rebound. What? So the LA Clippers beat the Pistons, and they did not have a single offensive rebound. They win 112 to 106, the fifth time in NBA history. Of course it's against the Pistons. They're always breaking records like that. Pistons, yeah. So this has happened five times. Can you guess how many times the team that has no offensive rebounds wins? It has to be zero. When do you ever win a game well, with just, no offensive rebounds? I just told rebounds? you the Clippers. 
the Clippers just won this game without an offense. So it's at least I mean, one. before then, I think I think that was the first There's time total- in history that that ever okay. happened. You think it's the first time? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the a team that has not had any offensive rebounds is four and one. Okay. <laughs> the Timberwolves, the Thunder, the Spurs, and now the Clippers have all won without getting a single offensive rebound. The Suns That's have lost crazy. a game without a single offensive rebound. Yeah, but if if you think about it, if you're making your shots, you don't need any offensive rebound. Uh, I guess that's a way to look at it. But I, I, yeah, I wasn't thinking about it like that. It at is all. crazy to think. It is crazy to think that not a single one. Yeah, uh, and they still managed to win the game. So I thought that was a fun little fun little nugget for uh, for everybody out there. Yeah, uh, I. I wanted to see, and again, I don't see it on Bovada, which is unfortunate, but maybe it'll come up afterwards. With Joel Embiid being out, he is now ineligible to be the league MVP. Mm-hmm. So we had a player who was on outside of the top five jump into the top five. Do you want to guess who that player is? John Morant. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, John Morant's missed. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Luca. Luka Doncic, my boy. Oh, you're so dumb. We're always bringing stuff yeah, up is, on him. He has moved up there. So uh, I, I I think that they'll have it on Bovada, the ability to bet on those futures for, for who that who's going to be the MVP. But the top five, starting from five right now on the MVP ladder, Jason Tatum, Luka Doncic, Giannis Atutakempo, Shea Gillius-Alexander, and number one, Nikolai Jokic of the Denver Nuggets. Uh, that's a pretty good... Top five. Yeah. Uh, is there anyone that you don't not taking your hate from Luca away? <laughs> is there anyone that you would move up then and replace somebody? Or is this yeah, this is the best five in the NBA. Do you think Durant deserves to be up there or Curry? I don't. I think this is the top five. The question yeah. was, do you? Do I think anyone else be if yeah. I'd see these guys? I yeah. I feel like Curry deserves to be mentioned in there because he did have that sixty point game. He's hitting these game winners now. I think it maybe is like a little late from when that was published, but I don't know. Just uh, I, I feel like he's up and coming now, and yeah, he up he deserves <laughs> as a thirty-five year up old up and coming this season <laughs> from where he was at the beginning of the season. He's like turning you it on. It here, you, know? folks. you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Steph Curry, <laughs> I, good at basketball. I think Steph Curry could be an MVP this year. But you yeah. know what? what, uh, what? He is not in the top ten. Uh, Kevin Durant is number eight. I, I, I think he, the one that surprised me is Kawhi Leonard at six. I guess I haven't watched a lot of Clippers games. I know the Clippers are good. Yeah, they're really good. Is is he returning to form where he, yes. he's, I mean, he must be. He's just not injured. That's a, That was his problem, yeah. you know, but now he's That's playing games. He's staying in yep. games. And yeah, when he's in the games, he plays really good. Um, What what was um Shea Gillis Alexander to? Was, did you say he was third? He is number two. I think I predicted him to win MVP if I remember correctly. I have oh, to research you? that. Okay. Yeah, I, I picked him. And but I think I probably predicted Luca. I think you did, yeah. That Slovenian and, can play. And then I think our second choice was like Embiid and Jokic yeah. for we the repeat. Safe ones after that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one last thing for you. So last week we tried to play a game. And it went terribly. Um, so terrible <laughs> that I edited it out of the podcast. <laughs> it's just it was like, so screw bad. this, Ronnie. I hate you. And uh, I'm so bad at directions. You give me the awesome I'm gonna directions. I'm going to try it again and, yeah, let's with do a it. little bit of a different one. Okay. And let's see if Ronnie can do let me, this. Let so, me turn on my listening what, ears. Do you know what some, some symmetry means? If I say something is symmetric, do you do you know what that means? Yeah, it's like circular. It's like all, Explain all the it same. For the all the same it. everywhere. I don't know. It's like if, It's like a basketball. It's just... All perfectly yeah, if you, round. If you cut it in half, it's a mirror reflection of each other. Yeah. It's symmetric. Oh, okay. Like so I had it wrong. Word, I didn't even know what that word if, was then. 
if you take the word wow and you cut it in half, right, right down the middle of the O, it's going to be the same on both sides. It's symmetric. I, I thought right? sim- symmetry was, uh, yeah, just something that was perfectly round, like a perfect circle. No, 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 no. That's spherical. Yeah, my bad. Something is spherical. Yep. Okay, well, I know uh, now. Thank you for teaching me. A butterfly is, is most likely symmetrical if you cut it right down the half, right? Okay, got so it. You're, you're with me? Yes. We're, we're on the same page? Oh, <laughs> this is going so much better than last time already. <laughs> there are three teams in the NBA that have symmetrical logos. Can you name those teams? Um, the new The Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets have the word Nets in their logo. So Don't they have a picture a of a net? Or was that an old logo? No, it's, it, says, it says Nets. Oh, okay. I thought they had logo. a picture of the net. Okay. No. So any team that has a logo is not going to... Or any team that has words in their logo uh, is certainly not going to be symmetric. Um, unless those words are mom or wow. <laughs> yeah. Something like I, that. I thought it was a picture of a net. And then you could just split that in half. So never mind. It's, it's not Ronnie. Um, you really blew this. Though... <laughs> Was- Their old one might be. The Washington maybe. Wizards, because they got a picture of a basketball and you can split that in half? The Washington Wizards are really, really, really close, oh. but they actually have like one side is white and one side is gray, so it's not perfect, but they're just gotcha. really close to it. So okay. that's a good guess. I thought it was four, and then I closely looked at the Wizards and said, oh, dang, that's not quite perfectly symmetrical. Hmm. I... I'll give you a hint. Okay. They're all animals. Animals? So the grizzlies? I'm just throwing that are, out there. They're close, but they have some shading differences, uh, so they are not. Dude, I can't think of anyone that's symmetrical. Let's How about... start going down the, the, the conferences, man. Trailblazers. How about that one? That one's like a yin-yang. The Trailblazers is not. What if you cut it sideways? It... Is not because you have two different colors. God darn it! Um, all right, I'm I'm gonna give up. I think you. Oh, the Bucks. You're gonna give it's up. The Bucks. Oh my God. The Bucks. Yes. The Bulls. They are the Bulls. Oh my God! It's. Are you looking at logos or did you just suddenly <laughs> yeah, I started have like looking a, at them. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, oh my God, Ronnie suddenly became smart. <laughs> um, I, I'm <laughs> looking press. through them, but I can't think of the other one. You all got right. the Bulls. You got the Bucks, and then there's one in the Western Conference. That's not a Western team, but they're in the Western Conference. The... Nope, I, I can't find a logo that's symmetrical uh, in the West. The Pelicans. The oh, Pelicans have that one counts? Logo. I, yeah, why wouldn't it? I think that was symmetrical because it says New Orleans Pelicans in the logo. Oh, no, it doesn't. Do they, yeah, it has New, New Orleans. Does it? It maybe on their no, maybe so I'm on looking the, at the one on the standings, yeah. Got it, yeah. Maybe on the floor it just has a pelican or something. Yeah, it looks like a little bird gotcha. flying. Okay. Cool. I like that. So those are the three teams. The the Bucks, the Pelicans, and the Bulls. Their logo, uh obviously there's different variations, are are perfectly symmetrical. Um the the nuggets are really close, but they have some color differentials. The grizzlies are close, but they have some shading. Uh and then the wizards are pretty close as well. Uh, depending on how which version of the logo you look at, so oh, I see the one you're talking about with New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. that's a little bit different. I mean, yeah, that's okay. I got you though. Yeah, we got it. We got it. Uh, that's all I got, Ronnie. Uh, we got a short NBA schedule this week. The last game of the week is on Thursday, 
Then we have the All-Star break with games starting back up the following Thursday. So check your fantasy fantasy rosters. Make sure uh, you know that you're not going to have anyone playing after Thursday. It's going to be a week off. So uh, plan accordingly with your roster setups and with your acquisitions. Uh, But that's all I got. Happy birthday to Chuck the Condor, who had a a birthday in L.A. for the Clippers. It was really cool to see all the mascots get together and celebrate his birthday. I always love those games. Did they have a cake for him? Well, he actually was in a cake at one time, and he did pop out of it. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, all the mascots were around him. So that's the funnest thing. I I totally thought you were going to tune into that game and just watch the heck out of that. Did they play basketball, the mascots? Did they do anything else? They they did a lot of things. They just did a bunch of like t-shirt things, you know, and just like, I don't know. Dancing and stuff, dance contests. Yeah, kind of, kind of lame. Nothing too good, but Chuck the Condor, he, see... he got on his 30-foot ladder and tried to shoot some footballs into the rim instead of basketball, so that was different. And oh, I, interesting. I don't think he made one, though. I want to see the mascots put on the fake sumo suits and then wrestle. <laughs> that's always cool. That's, that that's cool, even if it's not mascots, but the fact that it's mascots yeah, makes it's it even better. in general, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that is going to do it for us tonight. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys.